we're getting right to it. We're getting to it. We're late. We're here. And that's what matters right now. Mercury retrograde be damned. Oh, welcome to the Sig Pella podcast. I'm your host, Deepa Shreether. And this is coming out Friday. <laughs> and that's that. That's, that's that. That's life. This week, this week, uh, um, I'm playing, I'm playing a little hurt. Left calf muscle torn. And that means we are at, you know, elevated leg status, holding the phone in a strange angle, and uh, drinking, drinking a lot of vitamin C is what we're doing. But we're here, podding. Uh, this is also the first pod that you can get uh, on Spotify. That is part of the Substack. So either you're listening it through your email or you're listening through the Substack app or you're listening on Spotify. Um, on Spotify, you will also be able uh, to go ahead and get, get some extra music after the podcast is done, this episode is done, and then... Um, you know, you can also follow, please follow, on Spotify. I couldn't think, I there were so many S's, Substack, Spotify. It was about to be like Subtify, which, which is nothing. That's nothing. Uh, what are we reviewing this week? We were reviewing a, a wine that I've been in love with this, this whole pre-summer. They call it spring, but in Texas it's pre summer. Um, we're talking. We're talking about that little white wine. That little white wine, known as Muscadet. Uh, but I'm really excited about this particular bottle because this is a Muscadet that is not coming out of the uh, Loire Valley. We're talking about an American-born Muscadet. That that felt like a real like a fievel goes west, but but in wine wine form. This is a musk muscadet born west. Should I get into wine copy? Yes or no? Would you like to see these gorgeous words printed on the back of a label? <laughs> I can see it. It's like a it's a it's a natural wine. Okay, with with fermented tamarind in it somewhere, and it comes with a pamphlet filled, filled. No, no, no. I got it. It's not. It's not a pamphlet. It's a Mad Lib, uh, and you can just kind of choose your own journey on what you want to say about a wine. So you're part of the description. I'm the outline. You fill it in. It's gonna be a great game. Should I TM that? That's TM now. That's how it works, right? Lawyers, is that how it works? You can you can answer me back on your own time. And do not bill me. Um the wine we are talking about today is from 
Santa Barbara. Uh, but it is, it is, uh, you know, uh, in the style of Muscadet. So maybe you need a little refresh of what Muscadet is. So this is that white wine we've been talking about every few episodes or so. I, I try to stay away from it because in my head, I'm like, we're doing too many, too many bottles that are featured on this particular grape, but it's so good. Um, so it is found typically in the Loire Valley. Um, it's, it's a white wine grape that essentially kind of takes on a little bit of like sea-like qualities. Um, not like sea powers. <laughs> it's not like a sea witch, you know. Um, but like, you know, salt, (laughs) saline like tendencies. Uh, is that what everyone else thinks of when someone says sea like qualities? They're like, oh, Ursula? No, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's all this vitamin C going to my head right now. Um, but essentially it, it, it's got a lot of like lemon lime flavors to it. It's um, not sweet, but it has a sense of it, the nose, the nose tricks you. Okay. You get, you get a little bit of uh, almost a vanilla on the nose and you're like, oh, okay. That's not sweet. It's refreshing as hell. Um, I find that a lot of these uh, bottles will have a little bit of like a velvety like texture to it. It's not heavy, but it, it's, um, it's full. It's full, man. It's, it takes up, takes up space. Is that, is that how they say it? (laughs) Uh, yeah. And it's, it's something that is very special found in France in the Loire Valley. Um, and we have really, I think, only talked about bottles, really great bottles, by the way. Go go find those previous uh, episodes only on the Substack. So, you know, if you're listening to Spotify, go ahead and subscribe. I am getting off of topic, which is so unlike me. Spotify, new Spotify followers, just so you know, that never happens. Um, and so, uh, you don't really find it in California, but here we are. This one is from Santa Barbara. It is from a little small batch wine company called, um, Lou D. I think you're supposed to say it like Liu, Liu D. Okay, French, French minor. Okay. Liu D. Um, specifically the uh, Santa Maria Valley in Santa Barbara. So it, it, uh, it does have a little bit of variation than, than obviously the ones I've tried that are from France. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, but it's very good. It also has an oyster on the label. And I was like, okay, 
Do you want me to pair it with oysters? We can do that. I mean, not right now. Though I did, I did have some excellent oysters the other day with my friend. And I was like, what? In May, what are we doing? But honestly, they were damn good. Um, but it has also the brininess that you might find in an oyster, which I do find to be a little bit of, of something where, where it's a Santa Barbara quality. It, they've got that mineraliness. That, that Santa Barbara wines seem to hold, um, which puts a like kind of interesting spin on it because I don't think I would consider this bottle. It's really delicious. It's not smooth. It's not smooth compared to other Muscadets. It's, um, it's got a little bit of brine right at the end and it'll, it'll stick with you for a second. Nothing, nothing that is going to be like off-putting, but it it sticks with you a little bit. It's got that minerally situation. I don't know if that just comes from volcanic soil, because I I find that anytime I get a bottle, um, that that likes to highlight that it comes from volcanic soil, you get that same like mineral quality to it. And muscadets in general, um. They all feature that kind of lemon-lime. I keep saying lemon-lime quality, and all I can think about, I'm making this connection in real time, okay? I think the reason why I love this particular white wine, me, not somebody that really enjoys a white wine, is because this type of wine, Muscadet, is the Gatorade of wine. This is Gatorade wine. Wow, I love I love when 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 shit clicks in my brain while we're talking about it. It's always the dumbest way to think about wine. But I but I, I think it's true, okay? Stick with me here. Um especially think about think about like just a real crisply cold bottle. Bottle of I mean grab yourself a blue Gatorade and how it feels. After you've gone like on a run where you didn't tear your calf muscle, just think about those days, huh? Yeah, that was a fun time. Um, but drinking one of those blue Gatorade bottles after a crazy run in some heat, this is what Muscadet tastes like. It's refreshing as hell, it's got that low ABV for a wine. Um, and it gives you citrus, citrus and the tiniest whisper of salt while hitting you with vanilla, like one would say Gatorade. Yeah. Okay. You've got all those electrolytes giving you, giving you <laughs> a little bit of salty sweet. Muscadets aren't sweet, but, but they smell, they smell a little warm. Okay. It's the Gatorade of wines. I figured it out. And this Liu D uh, melon, melon, if you will. It's Gatorade, man. It's Gatorade, baby. It's got that extra sea salt, volcano, soil, <laughs> hitting through all those minerals. Woo! It's delicious.
it, it is a delicious bottle. I will also say, um, because of that little extra briny tang, uh, this bottle, I think you need to serve it ice, ice, ice cold. Ice cold. To really, really, really have it hit the way you want it to hit. Um, like for me, this is, this is what I'm picturing. You're outside. You've just gone on a run. And because you're an in, insane person, uh, you've brought yourself a cooler. <laughs> um, at the top, at the top of your cooler that's filled with ice, okay? You've got a Yeti filled with ice. The top layer, blue Gatorade. Below, below, once you finish chugging your blue Gatorade. And now you're ready, now you're ready for a treat. <laughs> I'm really losing my mind here, okay? Uh, you, you dig deeper and you, and you, and you just get one of these bottles out. Wow. Oh, and then in another cooler right next to it. Yeah. Dueling coolers. Okay. What an image. Uh, you open that cooler up and you've got some perfectly shucked oysters. This, I think, I think obviously Maybe there's a little bit of like messaging here, like if you're if you're having this particular bottle, you should have oysters. And I I didn't want to say oysters because uh, this is not actually the best time to to try and get you some oysters. But let's say, okay, you're in Texas, you we're still like we're still like maybe towards the end of crawfish season. I don't know, no. I don't want this for a crawfish boil. Nix that. Nix that. Okay. Uh, you know, this is, this is a wine that would be perfect, brilliant, with banana leaf wrapped shrimp. I, this, is, this is the Gatorade of wines that works best with banana leaves. Banana leaves abound. Okay. Um, instead of the tamarind test. And, and Tamron would be fine with it. Uh, it wouldn't be my favorite match. It's not like Pinot Noir and Tamron, which is like literally made for each other. It, it's so strange, but truly, those two things together forever. Uh, with Muscadets in general, I would say banana leaves and saffron. And the, oh, here's another thing. Hot tip. Hot tip from me to you. If you do get a white wine bottle and it says melon melon okay on the bottom uh lets you know that you know you've got something loire valley-esque um going on get some topos grab some topos get a handful of some really well sourced saffron uh i use hooray spice because um, they have incredible Afghani saffron, but infuse some Topo Chico's just like an hour before or so before you serve in a pitcher, then strain all that saffron and mix it with your Muscadet. That's brilliant. It's delicious. Okay. With some oysters. Okay. I know. I know. Wait until the appropriate months for oysters, but also have this moment. Oh boy. 
It's a good time. We can have oysters in October, right? It's all the ER months. That's 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 the rule. Oysters, when to eat them. You want to wait for the ERs? I'm like waiting for an answer from you. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like, okay, right at the tail end, you should eat, eat, uh, oysters. So we're, we're, we're like in the beginning of May, but you should, you should stop, I guess, eating oysters. I need to find out if that rule is, is still for real. This, this was like the rule of, I know this was like the, the law of the land, it's like basically September through early spring is when you're supposed to eat oysters. This was like for thousands of years, this was the law of the land. We should, we should revisit that and see if that's, that's still the rule. Um, that's next podcast. I just can't Google search that fast enough right now. Um, it's a great bottle from Santa Barbara. Oh, and how, how, and maybe you're having the same question as me of, how are they able to have these these uh grapes that are that are not from the Loara Valley? Can't say that three times fast. Um here in California. And by here in California, I'm in Texas, but you know, just stateside, as they say. Uh how is that how's that possible? Well, I'll tell you, friends, this was a grape that was hard won for them. Um, and if you go to the website, uh, this, um, Muscadet grape that this bottle is made from is, is from grapes that are here from 1973. So it kind of sounds like they were like a, you know, a, a graft from France and they were, they were getting this grape ready for this beautiful bottle. Anyways, go get you one of those. Um, so towards the end of this podcast, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, there will be like three or four songs from the latest, uh, playlist also available on Spotify. That'll be in, uh, the notes on either the Substack or Spotify notes. Um, and a newsletter, a newsletter is coming. I promise. I promise. Okay. Retrograde is retrograding and, and things have happened, but a very good roast chicken recipe awaits you guys filled with banana leaves, um, which I'm really excited about. Uh, also, uh, going to do some exciting collaborations with some of your favorite small businesses happening around via social media. So follow at sick palette, uh, on IG to keep up with everything. And also, for paid subscribers, you're about to get a deluge of content. It's $30 a year on the Substack, so think about it. You can even try it on for size as a preview. You get a one-week preview trial, I believe, on the Substack. So you can just try it on for size and see what you get. The full Sick Palette archive is available to you. No holds barred. Uh, okay. I'm getting out of here. This was, just so y'all know, 
the third draft of this podcast. We got through, y'all. <laughs> I'm jinxing this before I've like recorded and hit publish. But you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this one. All right, guys. I will talk to you guys very soon. Have a happy, healthy week. And hopefully uh, by next Wednesday, you'll have a podcast. That's the goal, man. Okay. I'm out of here.